and we're back from the longest commercial break you've ever seen in your life. My name is Krevins, this is Morgan, and this is Shut Up and Listen. Uh, welcome back, uh, we are here with two very good friends, two very good positive uh, community members. Uh, we have Parts of Black Noise, Cash McLean, and OG Neeks. How y'all feeling today, man? What's going on? Good. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Loosen up, little bit. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. It's a long time coming. Be here. We're in your space. We're in your your record shop, right? Yeah. Thanks for being here. It made it easy for me. Made the commute. Roll the B-roll at this point. Man, I swear, man, you got some of the best records in this building. You know, it's just organized so correctly. You can always find exactly what you're looking for. Especially that $10 was the mystery box. $10 mystery box. $10 mystery box, man. I'm trying to get one of those. I know, that sample's galore. Samples galore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shameless self-plug right there. I know that for sure. Yeah. So let's really dive into what we're here for, to talk about you guys and what you've been doing. Cash, you just had your album release, what is it, a month now that it's been out? Well, three days, almost close. It just came up on two months, actually. Two months? Just about in, like, two days. Time's yeah. flying by. It's not my album. It's our album. It's Has it been two months already? Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> You didn't even oh, it was June, sorry. wasn't it? No it was cursing. June. Yeah, 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 you said yeah, yeah. no cursing within was... the first 30 seconds. <laughs> Is that okay? Hey, hey. <laughs> okay, it okay. was June. You guys I, I think we made it past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, just about two months of being dusty. Pretty magical. Pretty cool. First official debut. Got to do with my good friend. Fucking master producer. Yeah, don't leave me hanging, dog. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> leave me hanging on camera. That's embarrassing. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, can't really complain. People seem to really like the album. Got to put all my friends on there. Kind of ran like a like a gang night. Like, just everyone kicking yeah, You had your time. whole album release party with everyone. Yeah, got to see like 40 people wearing my shirt. Got to hug my mom. Not your shirt, your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I will say that shirt is right by the front door. Hey, Jake, can we get one of the shirts? Hey, just, just pass one real quick. We just got to put it in front of the yeah, camera. Every time quick. I open and open the door, that thing is fucking scary. <laughs> face. It freaks me out. Every this time. is the security guard. <laughs> every time I walk in, it's scary. Yeah, you should buy one, though. <laughs> yeah, you should buy one. $20, $25, medium to XL or triple XL. It's I don't know the, what we have It's one. the latest fashion. Yeah. Supreme dead, babe dead, is been dusty on your fa on yep, your chest. Yep. Balenciaga <laughs> is out, off white. No chunkies. <laughs> <laughs> It's the cash so, shirts. All right, all right, but let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to the cash shirts. commercial, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But all right, let's talk about it, man. So, like, we'll start with you real quick. So, with that album coming out two, about two months ago, uh, for for making music, for how how long have you been making music in general? I don't know. I wrote my like first verse probably like 2017 when I was like 17, so like six years probably. Everybody heard that. You know when his birthday is now. Uh, but with that, how how does it feel? Like, what was the steps? Or how did you know it was gonna be different? Like finding the folks or just finding like what was the change in your music where you was like, okay, now this is something different. I don't know. Like, I mean, everything was just YouTube beats, like like Earl Sweatshirt type beat. Mm -hmm. Like tight beats and stuff, and it was like, yeah, it was fun. I was just making music, like Apple headphones music. You know how a lot of rappers, I feel like, start nowadays. You're talking about like, beats. Talking about because the beats, the bass is way too loud. Raps. <laughs> just raps. Sorry, Apple. Like, just, just writing raps and like, 
No, how you recorded it too is even yeah, through Apple headphones. That's what I meant. Like, oh, okay, okay, with the actual like, wire. That's which I think that. is a yeah. lot of people do. Is like that's a way to start nowadays. Is like you got apps and stuff that are like there's an app BandLab is free, and I recommend if you don't know how to record music, you tap in on BandLab because you can just plug in and you can make music, and that at least gives you something to do. But to get back to the question, sorry, I got distracted. No, that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> but uh, this one was different because like I never been in a studio setting with someone who's actually like putting in the effort to make beats to suit what I'm doing. And it was, I couldn't have asked for a better person to be in the studio with. It was crazy to be, it felt like real hip hop, man. Like it was like, I was watching freaking vinyls get sampled like it instantly. Was, it is. <laughs> it was like, we would just kick it and then it would be a beat. I'd write a song and that's pretty much how Ben Dusty happened. It was just like beat, song, that's it. <laughs> because I was there for a couple, I do gotta bring up the, what's, the, what's that rule of third? always hits it on the third beat no matter what. <laughs> even if you liked the first one he get mad enough that he's like nah we're done i'm like bro i had a first <laughs> every, every time, time bro say no no it's not even that everybody else doesn't like it it's just you get to a point you're like because i've seen it personally yeah everybody's everybody's <laughs> chilling everybody's like okay well, everybody's writing Nah, this ain't it, Chief. Go to the I'm like, whoa! whoa. <laughs> Everyone yeah, has yeah, half yeah. a song written. But, You're like, nope, new one. To be fair, he had a vision because I think for the most part, most of the beats on the album are probably the third beat of that session. <laughs> <laughs> and the album's what it is, and it's, it's fucking awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. And so you've, and you've had a few chances to perform it so far already. Getting it getting it out there, getting to show the world your yeah. your. It's been fun, man. Whole album. It's been fun, man. I mean, I like. I, I'm still figuring out what like live shows feels like, but is it is it scary? Is it scary to share your art with the world? Ah, uh, sometimes I think there's certain songs where it's like you're kind of relaying certain emotions and stuff that you like don't necessarily want to feel again, or maybe don't really <laughs> want, like, don't know how people would respond to them. And but you always have that. I mean, everything that you do that's worthwhile, you're gonna be a little scared doing. So what's the point if you're not a little frightened? Real one. For it's real. always rewarding in the long run. Yeah, and that's what matters. And I I think a good thing is too like with you doing all the shows and whatnot. The more you perform the the songs, the more that they'll create new meanings. Whether it's somebody in the crowd creating a new meaning for it, or you like even you just rapping in a certain way gives it a whole new feeling to it. Yeah, oh, definitely. definitely. Yo, you have you felt that already? Oh, yeah. Like, That's I've a had, beautiful thing. I've had friends be like, hey, like, I kind of just realized that, like, the whole last half of the album kind of feel like you were just at the bar kicking it for those three songs, and I'm <laughs> walking home. <laughs> <laughs> they got to experience the Irish goodbye. <laughs> the classic Irish goodbye. <laughs> It's a classic. To be fair though, it's not just mine. I want you. What, what, what you doing? Oh, don't get me started, bro. I got it. I got some man. digging to do. Oh no. Oh no. Everybody. Oh god. My boy Nico. AKA Clefto. Oh, FKA Clefto. Yep. Yep. AKA OG Meeks. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. Say it twice. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> put some ketchup and some mustard in that bun too. A little stone ground, maybe some Dijon. Nico, talk to us, baby. How you living? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys for having me. I'm chilling. We're in the shop right now, in this, in the, in the fucking. Thank you for, we in sanctuary. In the sanctuary, just holding it down like a normal day that, that we normally would, just kicking it. So, how do you so? All right, we 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 two months in. Let's continue. Two months in. How do you feel now? Oh, about the album, man. I didn't even know it's been two months, but to be honest, it's it's been amazing. I mean, uh. 
I'm really happy with the album and the and the product that we put out and to see the reception that we've gone from it's just been amazing. I mean, like Cash said, this is the first project that I had just cooking it like with one particular person where we really just tried to cook something together and uh, just cook a complete project like a concept album. I, I guess it's not really a concept album, but it's really it just came a work. As, it felt like it came together as a concept though. Right, right. We just really tried to cook something together as a work and just make it a complete body of work and. Uh, start it from from finish to end and uh I'm, I'm really stoked on it reception's been good and, and the album turned out proper so i'm happy i'm too man i love it, I love it bro <laughs> thanks oh, you, you helped would, a lot with but also it's not the it's not the first one this year though for you mm -hmm. yeah so you've had how many have you been a part of this year excuse me your excuse i did uh <laughs> <laughs> I did this album, Bright Ideas, with my homie Estimate. We put that out. In man, 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 man. Sickest that... music video, too. Oh, thank you, thank you. Shout out to Walking Distance. Um, we did that in January, and then we put this one out in, in June. So six Dude. months later, I dropped another he said one. He's on a six-month uh, rotation right now. I like that. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap up the, the third project <laughs> for the year, hopefully. But I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll Dude, see. Random side story. I remember when Bright Ideas was coming out. We were here in the studio. Oh, yeah. We were kicking it, and you showed us the final master track list. And yeah, we listened yeah. to it, like, front to back. <laughs> and then we dipped. And we we'd all been, we'd all been doing what we do in the studio, you know, drinking a little bit, kicking it. We did. And both of us sat there almost in tears thinking, about, like, <laughs> we wanted to scrap every music we've been doing because oh the shit was God. so it was weird. actually no like it was legitimately like oh i'm done for a second that's like, a, that's a good thing for me honestly that, that means we did the right right thing i guess that means we made a good record it's so, clean, it's so clean and so concise and like estimate hey, thank like, you man. came thank through you. all the way the production's insane it's fire, see our right ideas our albums were very different because me and estimates album was like a compilation of like six years worth of music not it wasn't like six years of consistent work, but it was just like six years of tracks that Sweet, we yeah, like that fit in a project, you know. Like me, me and Estimate like go way back. That's my boy, and we've been making music for a long time. So we just had a bunch of stuff like that we made throughout the pandemic that we we felt we had enough for for records. So that's just what came of it, you know. It was it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it goes together so well. You wouldn't have thought it was so spread out. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it was a long time, and it's a. Uh, Probably not something I'd want to do again with a project just because <laughs> it's, you know, it was a lot of work just trying to put six years worth of work together and make it feel like a it's synonymous, continuous project. Yeah, but I'm really stoked about it. I'm stoked we got to do something because that's like my day one homie. He, he's one of the dudes that like was the founding members of the label, you know, so. And you know what? It's funny you bring up day one. <laughs> so I know y'all both come from South. And not they south, <laughs> but they more like a Seattle area, Issaquah. Yeah, this I found out right before the interview. <laughs> yeah, he definitely didn't just ask me where I was from right before the interview. Hey, you gotta do your research, bro. <laughs> you you, you, you gotta do your research. research. <laughs> He'll tell you when you gotta do the research. You, you just gotta do it. <laughs> now look at us. We, we're killing it. You, yeah, you, damn. It's like you know we've known the whole time. Yeah, when yeah. did you first move out to Bellingham? What brought you up? I moved up here for school in 2014. I went to Western. Um, I transferred as a. I did the. I did a transfer degree, so I transferred from um, Bellevue College essentially, and uh, just did my associates. Damn, you're but, educated. 
Hey, Jimmy Katie, baby, make some noise. Yeah. Everybody, go to school. Stay in school, drink water, eat your vegetables. Shout out education, man. <laughs> education yeah, I moved up here uh, in 2014, and I graduated in 2016, and I'm just another one of those people that never left. I've heard that story many times. Actually, I think we've... I'm producer AJ, you can you can confirm. I know Morgan can confirm. We've at least had three people on this podcast say the same thing. I feel like everyone we've had. I wish you had more. You only had three. I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure every person we've had. We're about six deep right now, so that's what we're doing. 50% radio, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a lot of people like that that just end up not leaving. And so, and you came from Seattle, so that's not, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and so you guys have been performing and doing music for a while. What would you say is like the biggest difference from your first show and doing that compared to the shows, like doing a show oh. now? I mean, for me, my first show was at Schweinhaus. I so still never got booked there, man. I mean, Schweinhaus. My first show was that your first show? Yeah, my first show was at Schweinhaus like a year ago. I think we, I ago, think like we met the day before ago. that. Yeah. Or that day or something. Hold oh, on, no, tell day. us about this. Tell us about it. Tell us. Well, I knew the homie Gabe, right? Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shout out Gabe one time. Shout yeah, shout out Gabe. Yeah, shout out Gabe. I knew Gabe, and he was the homie. We, like, I bought some records from him or something. And then you guys were doing a show, like, a week after. Mm hmm no, I was buying nah, records nah, from nah, him. Nah, he was nah, selling nah, a bunch nah. of records or something. That's a, like when we just opened up the store. So I was buying a bunch of like drum and bass and electronic records from him. And uh, he had a show with you. And then I heard the single you guys put out. I'm like, this cash dude is fire. Bro. <laughs> so we met that night. And then I was like, we should work. And then... Uh, I think we started nah, looking up after nah, that. Nah, 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 because we met. We were he like, said he's liar, bro. Let me tell the story right. Let me tell the story right now. Hold on. He like 30. He getting up there. Like, I, I got <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember shit, honestly. <laughs> hey, 30's in the 20s. Hold on. I'll let him challenge. Yeah. Don't let these 23-year-old kids tell you you're old because you're 30. They don't even know what the word is yet. 30 is the new And then we kept, like, we were on, like, dap-up terms, you know? Like, we see each other be like, hey, what's good, man? How you doing? Good to see you again. But then we ran into the, the JPEG Mafia Z Loopers show at Wild Buff, and then we were like, "Hey, let's cook." And then, I think I think you got it off. Literally, literally, like <laughs> that. I think you're literally wrong. that. No, that week we ended up getting in the studio and we made freaking uh, Mighty Flip. I swear. Oh to God. really? I swear Damn. to God. So hey, hey. I don't think he's right, but okay. I think that's that. true. I don't think that's uh, right. Check this out. <laughs> hey, everybody that is out there right now, I'm gonna have AJ or somebody, AJ, Jake, you got me. I'm gonna put a poll right here. <laughs> How did we meet? Who said the right story? Was it Nico or was it Cash? Who let us know. What? Neither. And we'll let you know in the next episode who actually told the real story. He, he was right on how we met, but I was right on how we actually got in the lab. Nah, nah, he backtracked So, hey, yeah. click the poll. Click the poll. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, neither of us are right, really, honestly. I, I'm hearing this talk a lot, about a lot of firsts. Yeah. A lot of firsts. Oh, no. Nico, you've been here how long? In Bellingham? Yeah. Uh, since 2014. When was that first show? In Bellingham. Yeah, we digging now. I don't even know, honestly. I, I think I think it was like a house show at my house, and I feel like that's how I got started with where, shit. Where is this at? So I used to live on 32nd Street, um, oh, like right by there, South like, Campus. Five, yep, yeah, yeah. Um, I used to live right by that Starving Sam's. Oh, we you talking about Pizza Time at? Pizza Time, dude. Pizza and Time, And Candy Bites, call, all hey, that shit. Call <laughs> hey, I'm naked. Get a on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that whole corner, that legendary corner of Bellingham. Um, but I moved here in 2014, and then uh, 
I was always, I, I've been into making beats for like a few years prior to that. I started making beats when I graduated from high school, like in 2010, 2011. Um, so I just came up here and I was like looking for a beat scene or looking for people that were like into the same shit. And I didn't really feel like there was a lot of that. So we just started throwing shows at the crib on 32nd Street. And I think that's really where I got my start doing like hip hop stuff in Bellingham. It was like, we just like would do DIY shows and I would just like meet like-minded people and we would just have beat makers come through, but it was just like a show that we would do at our house. How did that work? So, right, so I got a, a double, double question, I guess. A, how did you start making your beats? Because I'm, I'm always interested in seeing how somebody like started, like what program or what saw, like hardware yeah, yeah. you're using, yeah. as well as B, how did you find, like was it, I'm gonna guess school, but it may be a different answer than the how you met the people that you ended up working with to like create a community as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I always grew up um, loving music and making music. I played guitar and bass when I was a kid, and I was just like into punk. And I heard you. I was about to say, I heard you was a punk kid. I used to be into punk and hardcore and shit. I mean, that's like what I grew up like really falling in love with, um, like punk, metal, and hardcore. And I think that that whole like punk DIY scene really like instilled in me like what the music scene should be because it was just like all about all ages and inclusivity and just like less barriers to entry like the whole like beautiful thing about diy to me was just the fact that like Anybody it's just any know. average person just doing some shit with whatever you have um and that's like that's really what set the foundation for me like falling in love with music was just like being a punk kid i think when i was young but like when i when i graduated high school i was playing in a band and i just like wanted to continue making music and i and i liked hip-hop wait pause you ain't gonna, you gonna skip over it <laughs> you're in a band yeah. tell us about the band man i was in a couple bands growing up i mean not, none, of, none of them were that tight but like i was like in a little indie ba rock band kind of like i don't know some of it was like post rock like indie shit and then I was in like a little fucking reggae band for a little bit in middle school no, <laughs> with my uh -huh. homies and shit. Hey, imagine, hey, imagine you with dreads. <laughs> Dude, exactly, exactly. I didn't have dreads, but I, I played bass <laughs> in that band. Dreads. I think you could. Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I might be able to. We'll be right back after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Black Noise Records, located downtown off Bay Street. They pay top prices for records in Bellingham and the greater Bellingham area. Cash and store credit. Go get 10% off your next record purchase when you tell the cashier you've listened to Shut Up and Listen podcast. This episode is brought to you by Binary Recorded Studios, located where? Right here in Whatcom County. Binary has been in business for... One, two, three. I don't even know how long, but they are offering the best and the best and the best of the best video and audio production. So if you're a band and you're looking to record an album, or if you have any other audio recording needs, Binary Recording Studio is going to be where you need to go. My boy Bob, he will set you up. He will make sure that you are set up for what? Success. He will make sure that you are good to go. But yeah, I just, I grew up playing in bands and stuff just with my friends, just, you know, fucking around really. And then uh, I just wanted to keep making music. So when I graduated high school, making beats was like a way for me to do something completely independently without having to rely on people. And I think I just like went all in after that. It's basically creating your own world, man. It's just a different feeling. Yeah, I just like the, the idea of being able to do something from like start to finish 
and just something completed on my own, you know, because it's like relying on people's hearts. It's fulfilling. You know? Yeah, for it's sure. Fulfilling. For sure. And I loved you. Still making musical people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Didn't you? Oh, okay. Well, I, I can keep going. I'll bet. So the end. I thought there was a part coming after that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the first. Oh, what was the first show? You oh, the say, yeah. no, I didn't even answer the question. Yeah, that that's what I was like, I think it was a house show. I think it was a house show. He saw All right, so speaking of that day, all right, you you don't want that to crib. I wish I could say the same. You know what my first show was? What? At a church. That's that's oh, dope. Bro. It was dope. It was super <laughs> I was about to say hell, but you can't say that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what did you do at church? Uh, basically, in Georgia, like growing up, like there was not the, the scene up here in Bellingham is so dope. And I, I'm. I'm Extremely grateful to be up here, and it's it's amazing to see how many DIY things like actually pop off. Like here, Seattle, just all over Washington. Yeah, yeah. Down there, it's not a thing. Uh, at least I could not find it in Georgia. Yeah. Damn, so with what it was, we yeah, my boy John, he lived across the street from me. Shout out John, bro. Shout, shout out John, out Mike, Mike, Mighty Sanchez. Out Mighty Sanchez, bro. <laughs> I don't know John, but yeah, but... Uh, no, he's he's one of my best friends of all time, man. And uh, basically. He was a Christian rapper. I was, I guess, a regular rapper. And uh, he was like, hey, bro, a satanic rapper. He's like, hey, relax, don't pause. Like, hey, 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 pause. Oh, don't ruin the friendship. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Shout out Jesus. You know, he was doing all these shows, bro. I was like, all I want to do is perform. I want, I want, I want to be able to like share it with people. And instead of people, I mean, yeah, it was great. People put my songs on a MySpace page. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. No. Fuck yeah. This kid's 23, bro. He doesn't know anything. He just turned 21 yesterday. Don't worry about it. He's never even been on MySpace. I remember, like, you remember going to somebody's page and seeing your thing on eight on eight. Like, you open somebody's page and your song playing? Yes. Yes. I don't care. That was the best feeling in the world, folks. But, hey, I could never perform. Bring MySpace back. Yeah. Bring MySpace. Hey, Justin Timberlake, you you fumbled the bag. <laughs> what does he have to do with MySpace? He, he bought it. MySpace. He, he, MySpace yeah, he bought exists. it out. What? It's just not. Jesus, MySpace. I'm not keeping up. They tried it. They tried, no, this was back in like 2010, bro. No, not 20. No, this is like 2012. I don't know. It's way back when. Don't don't no listen to my timeline. But it was back. Either way, I go to Christian rap. Bro, we tore that church up, bro. Oh, that was one of the God. coolest things ever, bro. <laughs> I'm oh, saying, yeah. everybody just, what's happening? What's up? Jesus loves you. It's true. It's true. Yeah, what do you mean, bro? It, oh, was, the, it was just, it was, it was magical. That is it crazy. Was, yeah. It's, <laughs> I turned up at church. I'll never go in hell. <laughs> Anyways. Uh. What was your first show in Bellingham, then? First show in Bellingham, and that turned, they flipped the script on us, okay? That's like what you this. asked me. I was like, shit, I can't remember that. Uh, my first show in Bellingham, I will never forget, was uh, the Alaska Boys. I just went up to be a groomsman. She was the bridesmaid. Oh, the my Alaska boy, Thomas, Boys. Yeah, yeah. Thomas's so wedding. Alaska Boys. The PMG. Yeah, yeah, PMG. Yeah. So I met them while I was a cashier. And right I was like, what's that mean? He said, oh, we rap. I was like, okay, what y'all trying to do out of work? It's not like <laughs> we trying to fight or something. But it was like, no, we just went. We actually got, I got off work. We made a couple songs. And then they had a set booked at uh, Makeshift with a bunch of other people. Like Scotty Sensei, uh, Pascal, et cetera, et cetera, Poison Jam, Matt. Mm -hmm. And I, shout it was Pascal, like, yo. Shout out Poison Jam. Shout out all the posts. Shout out Scotty. She was like, shout him out. Shout him out. They, they was like, we like what you do. We give you two songs at the beginning of the set. And then, uh, yeah, you just hype us up. I was like, all right, cool. That was the best two songs because it's the first time I got to perform my own two songs. I'm like, not writing something for something else. And I will never forget that moment. That was in town? Uh, yeah, it was in Makeshift. Oh, that's dope. It was, yeah.
And then after that, for the next like couple of years, I would always get that two songs at the beginning of somebody's set. Why were they up here, the Alaska Boys? They used to live here. Oh, yeah. I yeah, got they you. Okay. Okay. There's the Alaska Boys. Jesus. They, that's what they do. Nice. Shout out Makeshift. Classic for real. Venue. Hey, no, for real. Great all talking about all angels, all 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 eagles, <laughs> all angels. I mean, all angels too. They do a lot of workshops. All, and all actually, all angels too, because as soon as you go downstairs, like the, all those like the art going down the stairs, and then you get down there, you have the stage, you have all that. I will never forget. This. It was so dope just being on there, have merch back there, homies performing up here, and you can go on that little walk through the little crevice, <laughs> and then you see everybody's little art galleries and whatnot. Yeah. That, that was my favorite thing. And all the studios back there. Exactly. Yeah. I think that it's just such a community space that's extremely needed. It's dope. I love it. It's, it's perfect. I, you know, I gotta kind of want to come back there one day. I think we should like noise there one day. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'll email her right now. <laughs> um, so to feed off of that, I guess I'm gonna ask all of you guys this question now that you're wrapped into this interview. Um, <laughs> From all of the shows that you guys have done and will continue to do, so far, do you have like your favorite memory from a specific show or being able to do a show? What, what is that core memory at this moment for? I mean, yeah. all right. So I mean, there's two right now off the top, and it's like, so like so Jizza. The first time was crazy because that was my first time rapping in front of a sold out crowd, right? But honestly, that one kind of pays to doing it the second time with all my best friends, like doing it with all my friends here. Like both of these guys right there. We got AJ, Flaskin, the GOAT, the Rhetorician, the GOAT, and we all got to do it together, and that shit was amazing. Like, that's like, that's the real Those one. Those are like, different. They're different. Like, it's like. Those Black Noise takeovers. You with your friends, you get the backstage moment where you get hyped up, and then you just go out there and you just, like, kind of just. Blur like everything was kind of we do we do be doing like, some huddle like football game like, yeah, like fourth <laughs> quarter type shit like we right behind like some I'm Christian old. rap shit where we all get together and pray right before hey, y'all hey all right all right all right y'all got this fuck it up on three one two three you know what I'm saying shout out shout out yeah. to the Richie because he's kind of looking mad because we're interrupting his breathing exercises <laughs> <laughs> no he always tries to get everybody else to do these like no come on guys. I'm like, bro, I'm chaining my vape real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we built different. I don't yeah. got lungs. Cash is doing a breathing exercise with the elf bar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Nico's already out there holding down the fort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even there. <laughs> There's nothing better than West Side Gunplay before my white ass walks up there to do a song. It has to. It has to happen. It's a Fire. classic, classic series <laughs> of events right there. But yeah, no, that's that for me. That's it's where I can't see everyone, but that was those are my favorite moments that I've done so far. So. Nico. Favorite shows. I mean, like those those first like fresh produce shows that I did on Thirty Second Street at the crib. Like those were really like. Uh, first thing, that's a hard name. Oh, thank you. I feel yeah, <laughs> that's it's, a hard name, bro. Yeah, that's what we would call the shows at our crib. I just Fresh moved produce. at that time. I didn't know about it. Yeah, it was like 2014, 2015 I... maybe. Um, but those were really meaningful to me just because that's like the start of like how I met a lot of the people in the in the beat scene or like in the hip-hop scene here that like helped get Black Noise started and shit. Um, but other than that, like, you know, I got to open up for the far side at the Buffalo, which was amazing. And like shows like the far side and like the Jizza with you guys and uh, like Souls and Mischief, those are all just like insane to me as as somebody who grew up as a hip hop fan, like listening to those dudes in high school countlessly, like endlessly every day, like 100%. Wu-Tang, <laughs> Souls of Mischief, <laughs> Farside, like that's the shit I was listening to in high school. So to get to open up for those were like big for me, for sure. No, I tenfold agree with you. Like, I think that's a really cool thing about Bellingham in particular. Although it's like, it's smack dab between 
Seattle and Vancouver, two destination spots for tours, right? They do have, the Bellingham has this ability to give local performers or local artists an opportunity to be on that tour, be a part of a tour. Right. And you don't forget it. My first part, Trinidad James. I grew up in Georgia, bro. All go to my chain. Right. I was like, yo, this is really happening. That's legendary. Mind you, I got yeah. 10 people in the crowd for my set. But the fact that I was on the that's same bill, yeah, it was mind-blowing. Yeah. And yeah. the end of just watching afterwards. Yeah. It was such a dope thing. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing that Bellingham does provide for the artists or just the music community in general. Right. So with that, how familiar are you guys? Like, or actually, I know, this one's just for you more mostly. From 2014 to now, you were doing shows in 2014? You were like 12, dude. Nah, I was AAA now. You was in middle school. I was 14. I was a freshman in high school. Man. Get it right. Get it right. Come on now. <laughs> so from like 2014, right? Because I've, I've seen my chain, like I've seen my perception of how the shows, like either DIY, like just like house shows or venue shows, how they've been like incorporating different people. How that has changed. What is like the biggest and what is the most, I guess, what are the biggest changes that you've seen? And what are the ones that you're like, oh yeah, that was the right move? As far as shows? Or like how, sh how shows and just like the way that the community is coming together and to work together now. Because I know it's always been working together and I, I know I'm late to the game. But I'm saying yeah. from your experience, because like, you already threw your own house shows back when. Right. Seeing how they do it now. As well as how venues are, and like it's all, I feel like it's all becoming like a, a symbiotic relationship at this point. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's a little, it's a little different for me because like I think I came up here in 2014, and I was like a big hip hop head. I was making a lot of beats. I would go to house shows all the time, but there weren't a lot of like hip hop centric shows. It's very rock based. I mean, it's Washington, bro. What you mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, like it's changed in the sense okay. that like. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Our sh I've just been playing more shows, and I think like our, our, our like facet in the scene has like maybe become more legitimized over time. Like we've gotten like good bookings at like places like the Buff or like the Shakedown. But prior to that, like a similar to a lot of the house show venues or rock shows in town, I think we were just throwing like DIY shows at the crib, you know. So from 2014 to now, I think like. It changed from us doing our own thing to like kind of legitimizing the operation. And what's the, what's the last house show you've been to? Probably the one you played with Jordan at. Um, I don't know where that was. It Bluebird was, on Billy Frank. It wasn't Bluebird. Mm -hmm. It was. Um, it was that one. Uh, Lambda. It was on High no, Street. they had that. Oh. They had that deck in the back. Oh. We were all Mario's. Mario's. Yes. Mario. No, no, not, no, not Mario's. Not Mario's. Not Mario's. This was this year. Noise this was this year. The new one. Noise oh, Lounge. Noise Lounge. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's also like shout out to Noise Lounge as well. I think that's super dope because that's a that's a new like spot coming up, and I, yeah. I, I see so much growth in there. I already know they're about to they're about to all take over new, for a minute. Yeah. New houses. I think to answer your question more too, like. I think when I first initially moved up here, I was a little bit more tapped into like the house show scene, and now it's, I don't really go to 30. as much house shows because I'm thirty. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. So the shows I go to, like I'm usually supporting my friends or just like going to see like bands that I'm personally into, like at the yeah. at the Buff or at the Shakedown or you know, actors. I'm really into like the punk and hardcore scene that's coming up now with bands like Spur, you know. At, uh, what is the venue on High Street Grandma's house? I think nah, it was. Uh, the ballroom. Shout out the ballroom, bro. The ballroom is great. The ballroom is great, crazy, the ballroom great bro. Shit, Also, ballroom has been really putting this stuff together very well. Dude, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. professionals. So yeah, it's just a random assortment of stuff. Like I'll just go to 
usually like shows to go see my friends, but um, occasionally I'll go to a house show like that to go check out what, a random punk band or whatever, you know. Yo, real quick, shout out to Bartermill for like the inclusivity stuff, like just like all they're doing with like making sure everyone's welcome, talking about Narcan, all that stuff. Like that's important, man. That's making a safe place for people to enjoy music, and that's very important. So shout out to Ballroom. Ballroom, follow them right now on IG. What's they tag? I think it's like the, the ballroom. ballroom. X, I think X, it's like X, the ballroom has, underscore XX or something like X, that. It has, I'm pretty sure it has a Q in it. But yeah, the ballroom is dope. I mean, ballroom is the no. It's been I, some of my favorite shows there. I, I like just love venues like DIY venues like that where it's like all ages. It's inclusive. It's, it's like. Do they still have the swing in the middle? No, yeah. they took it down because yeah, no. it was a safety concern. But you know what uh, else is a safety concern? This man in a pit. Oh. <laughs> oh <man. laughs> No, but I swear, it's like a crazy ass hardcore show, and everyone's running around, and like I don't know, you just look up and like, oh, there's Nico again, and he just goes bowling, like running through like a bowling ball, knocking over kids. (laughs) Like, bro, you need to edit this part out. Nah, don't edit. Nah, in pure detail, tell these boys, tell one of them. Bro. Bro, if, if, okay, but honestly, though, if you want to get the full hardcore experience, if a 30-year-old hardcore no show with me, is yeah. not going to knock you down, what's the point? Dude, it's 30 years of I swear I, saw you hit the, I swear I saw you hit the 300 kick on someone. <laughs> I'm a hardcore kid. What can I say, dude? Pit etiquette goes out the door when a good fucking hardcore band comes on, dude. That part. <laughs> I'm crowd killing everybody, dude. <laughs> I want to go show Nico. Beggars can't be choosing. Not Chipotle. <laughs> he said no Cordoba. So what's next, guys? Uh, I don't know. I saw like Earl did that Doris ten year anniversary show. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this dude that texts me every single day I about this. Wait, bro. I can't wait to do the Ben Dusty ten year anniversary show at the Blue Room with like twenty people in front of me. That's gonna be magical. Twenty people. <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking forty. <laughs> I'm gonna be thirty-two. Nigga, gonna be forty-two. I'm gonna be in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be live. Crevis will roll up and surprise me on a guest. <laughs> Jordan's still gonna be fit as hell. Jordan, Jordan will somehow look younger than everyone. Yeah. Somehow we know how. Well, we know how because of like taking care of yourself and stuff like that. But like everyone's built different. Take care. So with that, before we sign off here. Actually, though, no, that was a joke. Shebang, the whole gang doing shebang. Labor Day weekend, baby. I'll be. I see y'all. Hey. Tap in. That's one of my favorite festivals in town. I mean, that and Banff. Hey, look out, Corey. It's a great time. Go ahead and tell them, Cash. I've never, I, I never been there, but I'm going to rap and stuff. It's going to be great. Tell them, baby. Yeah. Ben Dusty in full effect. You might see the album all the way front to back. Kick kick the kick the so, ground so it gets real dusty during the set. Don't worry. <laughs> I brought all the dusty with me. He's going to get a blanket and go. <laughs> Pig pen. No, that's it. That's all I got. I don't know. Just uh, making more music, trying to trying to run the store, and just same old same old thing. Just trying to make music and uh, do shows and run uh, a business. Yeah, keep the <laughs> keep the store up. And it's a proper answer. I'm a thirty-year-old. What does that sound like? <laughs> keep trying to do our thing. And so, do you guys for everything that you guys have done? Your last piece of wisdom. Do you have any advice that you'd give to anyone who is starting to make music, just getting into it, or just? Has been doing it, but needs some uplifting words. Uh, I say if you if you like trying to rap and stuff, I mean, don't uh, don't stop trying it. Like, record everything, try everything. You got an idea, lay it down, cause like, 
you might go back like three years from now and that, that that's not good no more. that's not good anymore and it wasn't it but you got to put it out there you got to try something like because like the only way to get better is to keep putting it out and keep doing the same thing over and over again because like I, you could listen to raps that I made from like 2017 like the first ones they're terrible someone should have told me to quit that's honestly subjective. no 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 now like, they should have told you to keep going but but that being said <laughs> You, if you feel like you got something to say, you should say it. That's really all I got. I think yeah, I can piggyback on that. Is that it is good to just like put everything out because people get to grow with you, versus you trying to grow yourself so much and not showing anybody. And then you have like this. Okay, this is where we at. You want to let them like see that progression and see everything. I would stuff. not even necessarily out. Just make it, do it. Like record it, leave it in a vault somewhere. Like, like do anything. Just always make it. What work. I just said. Well, uh, hey, respect. I was just trying to. I was just saying. Any words of wisdom for the people? Any words of wisdom? If for for people looking to make make music or people making music or making music, producing, wants to open their own store, whatever you got of wisdom for the people. I would just say if you want to make music or you want to open a store, or if you want to do whatever, just be in it for the right reasons. If you really love it, like do what you like, like follow the music that you like and make that. Don't try and like be the best producer for Wiz Khalifa or Westside Gun or like whoever. It's like be focus on being a one of one. Focus on your craft. Focus on really dialing that. And if you keep doing that, and if you're in it for the right reasons and you love it, you'll you'll get far. Do what you wisdom. love, and everything will follow. That's it. That part. This is. On the count of three, everybody do shut up and listen. One, two, three. Shut, shut up, up and listen. Twelve ninety nine at the store right now. Come through and buy yours. What you doing right now? Yeah, man, 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 man. Cut. Hello.